Who started it? Where did it come from? How did it get here? Episode 325, Conspiracies, The Real Hoodoo. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily those of this broadcast facility, its management, staff, nor its sponsors. Live from Chicago, the crossroads of America, Papa Say. Papa Say is a highly acclaimed Hoodoo practitioner and fourth generation seer with over 50 years experience in the spiritual path. Boasting a worldwide clientele from various age, education, economic and ethnic groups. Papa Say shares a vast wealth of knowledge with those who have both the desire to learn and will to do what it takes to control the many problems in life. Celebrities and regular persons alike use these same things offered in these broadcasts and now experience true happiness and peace of mind that comes when your problems are finally solved. Papa Say uses the secret knowledge taught to him by his parents and ancestors along with practical knowledge from the Igbo in West Africa, the Seminole in the swamps of Florida and the old Hulu root workers of Louisiana. Along with his formal education in theology, anthropology and parapsychology brings holistic dimension that touches you, spirit, mind and body. And now your host Papa Say. How are you? And Shalom. How is everybody tonight? I hope you're doing fine. Because tonight we have something for you. Yeah, we have something a good thing tonight. The one tonight should, well, it ought to help you. You ought to help you. It ought to help you become a better person. Yeah, it'll help you become better. Well, if you want to call, if you want to call, you can. Just call 619 9801. The number again is 619-924-9801. Well, I hope y'all got that. I hope you, you remember it too. Okay. Well, we're going to start off a certain, you know, we're going to, Try to do it now, try to do it one way or another. But first of all, we're going to start with mm, some ads, yeah, some commercials, and then our title. Yeah, that's right, our title. Now, how to win cash every week playing any lottery game. Now, that's a two-hour webinar, Saturday, March 4th, at 3 p.m. Central. Two-hour webinar, Saturday, March 4th, 
at 3 p.m. Central. Now, there's limited to heat seating, and registration is expected to close Wednesday the 1st. Now, I'm doing something I haven't done in some time. I'll teach you how to win regularly. Not every now and then, but every week. Now, this has been studied for over 20 years, and you can know. You can win if you know and follow the rules. Now, these rules are not known by most players. That's how these lottery make their money. And those that do know ain't telling, except me. See, I'm not afraid of you or anyone living. Because if you win, then there will be less people begging and more money going around. I'm just an old Louisiana boy that has well, that has seen what being poor can and will do to people. I don't want to see anybody in that situation. That's why I'm doing this. But you must register first because seating is very limited. So go and send an email to Papa Say at mail.com that's papa say at mail.com and put down I want to register for the lottery webinar sign it and send it you will get your information shortly do it fast because the seats are going fast I don't want you to miss out on this opportunity I repeat do it fast even now if you can I am looking for you to see you there. Now, I've written a book on this. I've laid it all out. But you got to be at the webinar to get it. This is the only way. The information is valuable and has been stolen before. So you can see why I'm holding it so close. You can get it just by coming. Send your email today to Papa Say at mail.com. Papa Say at mail.com. That's Papa Say at mail, M A I L, dot com. And remember, there's only one real hoodoo, and only one Papa Say. Is your success flying away from you? Is your money gone before you get it? Does everything you touch turn from sugar to shit? Then you need a miracle from Almighty God. Papa Say is your holy spiritual advisor. He helps with all spiritual and metaphysical problems. No matter how big or how small, God uses Papa Say to get rid of them all. Papa Say can look at the muddy water of deceit and see dry land, the good life here and far away too. Papa Say helps married people and their children. He takes them off the streets, off the bottle, off of drugs and out of jail. Papa Say doesn't use tarot or a crystal ball. He uses the hand of Almighty God to see yesterday, today, and tomorrow to help you in your everyday life. Papa Say gets you out of trouble and puts you into the favored life of peace, prosperity, and paradise. Yes. Have no further questions? Then contact Papa Say at 1-800-ASK-KEEN. 
extension 055-9865. That's 1-800-ASK-KEEN, extension 055-9865. 1-800-ASK-KEEN, extension 055-9865. Remember, there is one Holy Spiritual Advisor, and that is Papa Zay. New Moon is coming soon, and you've got to be ready for it. So ready yourself with your abundance checks, this month's energy, and all of the teaching for this month that Papa Say has to offer. But most of all, be at the New Moon Authentic Hoodoo Readings for this month. That's the New Moon Authentic Hoodoo Readings for this month. They start on the New Moon and last for only three days. For the past five years, each and every month, this has been a special feature of Real Hoodoo and Papa Say. Many have been blessed with new homes, better finances, restored relationships, and better employment all through these readings. A new addition is, now they last from 5 to 7 minutes, giving you more information than ever before. Be there along with that special friend or loved one at the New Moon Authentic Hoodoo Readings. That's the New Moon Authentic Hoodoo Readings. When? The New Moon for three days. Remember, there's only one real hoodoo and only one Papa Say. Don't miss Papa Says Quick Instant Blessing for this week. This will get you motivated for all that you are supposed to be and have what you are supposed to have instantly. The Quick Instant Blessing is the surefire way to get out of debt, pay all bills, and to be free this month, guaranteed. So don't miss the Quick Instant Blessing Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Time. That's this Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Time. Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Time. The Quick Instant Blessing. Be there. Uh, the Quick Instant Blessing for tonight is 6, 8, 1, 5. 6, 8, 1, 5. 6, Eight, one, five. Now, there you go. That's all you need. That's all you need. Except that is six, eight, one, and five. Now, there you have it. You have the instant blessing for this week. Have instant, you have the instant blessing for this week. Some of you might not know how to use it, but I tell you, when you have, when you have an umption to use it, go ahead. But as long as you don't have an umption to use it, do not touch it. When you feel like you can win, go ahead and use it. Yeah, use it. Use it as surely as you can. When you don't feel like that you can win it, don't do it. Let it go. Because this is a blessing because it's, you know, as the name says, it's quick. It's quick. You don't have to wait around long. This is quick. And it's instant. It's instant. It happens just superfluously. Just all of a sudden, it happened. And then it's a blessing. It is something given by God, meant to bless you. So if you feel 
like you will win. You will win it. Go ahead and play it. But if you don't, don't play it. Don't play it. I'm telling you, don't play it. Now, I don't know which state is coming in. I don't know. You know, I guess I guess those of you which can go to, to two or three or four states and bet on it, go ahead. But some of you can't. Some of you can't. So you have to really let the Spirit use you. Let the Spirit tell you when it's going to be. Yep. Let the Spirit tell you. The Spirit of Almighty God will tell you when the thing is going to hit. And you be ready. You be ready for it. You know, don't don't shirk. Don't shirk. Don't think about it. Just go ahead and do it. That's all. Just go ahead and do it. So, you really want to know who do? Then get alone. That's right. All alone. Take a notebook with you and a pencil too. Sit back and stay alert. We want you to be fully aware of what's going to happen. (laughs) These are the true and trustworthy, timeless tales of hoodoo. (laughs) All right. Demons from hyperspace. And the Mechanisms of Magic by Brian and Allen. Now the devil and his demons can, according to the literature, manifest themselves in almost any form and can physically imitate anything from angels to horrifying monsters with glowing eyes. Strange objects and entities materialize and dematerialize in these stories, just as the UFOs and their spinning occupants appear and disappear, walk through walls and other supernatural feats. At first sight, the title reads like an example of bad science fiction seminar from the 1950s, but the reality is perhaps closer to the truth than one might imagine. Some of the concepts are not easy to embrace, and this is not surprising, because in order to do so, the reader must be prepared to accept possibilities that might conflict with their personal world view. However, there is one thing that might make a paradigm shift here. If the reader unquestionably accepts the existence of God and therefore Jesus Christ and accepts the acts and miracles of God, Christ and the saints are in essence are in essence magic. Then what follows is a little different. Yep, it's a little different. From the outside, we should be prepared to accept that both UFOs and their occupants, 
do not necessarily originate from other star systems or galaxies, or at least not in an accepted sense of vehicles traveling the gulfs of interstellar space. Likewise, we should be prepared to accept that these machines, if that is what they are, and the beings they contain, might not be real in any meaningful sense. In fact, the entire enigma may hinge on how we interpret reality. For there may be more than one reality, and one may be slightly different depending on how one perceives it. Okay, you ready? Now, our standard perception of reality is that it exists in the form of a tangible object or thing, like, for example, a steel object, steel ingot, which has mass, is solid, and therefore real. The material forming the ingot, which is, of course, energy, exists at a specific frequency, and we exist at the same frequency. Therefore, we perceive it as solid and not as a swirling mass of subatomic particles, which in actuality it is. However, under the fluence of hallucinogenic substances or perception-altering techniques, that reality may be viewed in a different non-physical manner. And the same may be true of our perception, or what we call the supernatural. Likewise, what we actually see with our eyes and recognize as, as a subject, ob, object, <coughs> you know, does not exist in this manner once it is in memory. Rather, its shape is and mass is reduced to a collection of stored electrical signals which we can create our internal world model. Perhaps this is one of the greatest ironies of our materialist world. A solid object which consists of energy once observed is both stored and retrieved as energy. And as we have seen, this is the nature of reality. If true, if this is true, what we see, smell, touch, and feel is achieved through a series of electrical analogies that can vary with the individual, then it may indeed be possible to rearrange and alter the physical world by the application of will. Perhaps the best method of understanding the flimsiness of reality is how fluid it comes from an observation made by the late philosopher and author Alan Watts, 1915 to 1973, who said, 
Reality is a Rorschach ink blot, although he encapsulates the entire concept in six words. As we have seen, the possibilities are endless and bounded only by the imagination. I make no apology for dwelling on this subject because it is absolutely fundamental to appreciating what magic is and how it functions. For millennia, we have apparently been visited by entities that have no natural home here on this plane. They are the demons and devils of old. Those that did not come here for whatever reason by themselves have been deliberately invoked by peace people who breached the thin invisible curtain separating the dimensions without fully understanding how they achieved it, nor, in many cases, fully appreciating the consequences of their actions. An early account of contact with beings produced for rituals, for a ritual, and for the better word, magic, customer chronicles of Elizabethan chemist, alchemist, and magician, Dr. John D. According to these these records, D. along with his scryer or clairvoyant Edmund Kelly encountered little men who surrounded and traveled around a fiery little cloud. The contact allegedly achieved by D was attributed to the use of the Enochian, a Kabbalistic language that he created and claimed was the angels, was used by the angels. Now it should be understood that the that the use of the term angels is is misleading. Since the beings encountered by Dan and Kelly were almost certainly not angels in any conventional sense and definitely not emissaries of God, the actual contact with these beings came through the efforts of Kelly and not Dee. They were first being seen by Kelly while scrying using a multifaceted Crystal trephazodon, rather a traditional spherical crystal ball. The reference to angels might also be misunderstanding and might not mean angels and entities they encounter may originate from alternative dimensions, being visible using the odd reflective and reflected geometric properties of Kelly's artifacts. Now, in addition, the use of the term angels to describe what they encounter was possibly due to their lack of the concept of ultimate realities other than the biblical heaven and hell. Those who, like Dee and Kelly, achieved this feat were convinced 
that they had unlocked the gates of Hades and cowered within pentagrams of protection while their visions were present. Having said that, it should be understood that given the alleged mystical abilities displayed by the beings they produce, they might as well have emerged from hell. Quoting freely from an observation made by the astronomer, author, and visionary, Arthur C. Clarke, the effects of the technology used by such entities is undistinguishable from magic. However, in spite of the perceived risk, the potential rewards and kudos offered by using the powers and abilities of the dude, of the entities far outweigh any danger. Given the sketchy information, whether the experiments of D and Kelly actually succeeded in opening a doorway to another dimension is open to question. But at the turn of the 19th century, one of the, one of the few places where they may actually have successfully achieved this was Boleskin Lodge on the shores of Lake Ness, Scotland. It was here and here that another self-proclaimed magician, Alistair Crowley, operated the ancient Abramelin ritual and allegedly opened a fourth portal in the fabric of time-space. Bart threw a host of entities into this continuum. The claim reward was for the successful operation of this ritual. The purpose of it was to turn a number of demonic entities to God. Was the appearance of the celebrant's guardian angel. Now, the story, the story goes that during the ceremonies of Crowley, sprinkle fine sand on the terrace overlooking the lock to determine whether the entities were present or not. He reasoned, although they were invisible, he would see their movements in the sand as they moved around the terrace. Existing accounts report that even on the calmest days, both Crowley and his assistants frequently saw the sand shuffle around the vest, the steps of invisible beings. It was also said that that, that during the fifth, the ritual, which incidentally lasted around six months, the lights within the house were permanently left on, even during the daylight hours because of the unnatural darkness permeating the building. Now, whether all this was entirely effective is open to debate, but it is certain that Crowley was definitely sure of his own abilities as a magician, and from existing accounts, he may indeed have been successful in his endeavors. There were still persistent Rumors of frightening, half-seen things 
in the woods and hills around Berkshire House and Loch Ness might just be some of the entities that escaped from his thrall. Crowley is also credited with undertaking the um, the um working, during which he contacted an interdimensional entity called Lam. He later made a drawing of his man and shows was clearly a gray alien, which, if accurate, appears to elaborate current thinking on the origin of both supernatural entities and extraterrestrials. But we shall return to this later. During the ritual, Crowley made use of these Enochian language and in fact called the beings he encountered during this ritual of Enochian entities. It was probably significant that during this particular ceremony, Crowley used a variety of substances, including cannabis and mescaline, to produce the desired effect. This parallels the type of natural psychoactive chemicals used by shamans to take spirit quests to consult with the entities dwelling in these altered states of being and awareness. Jack Parsons, another Latter-day magician, was working for one of the founders of the JPL, the Jet Jet Propulsion Propulsion Laboratory in Pasadena, California, while working with L. Ron Hubbard, the founder of Scientology, performed the so-called Babylon working, which incidentally was designed by Crowley, and deliberately introduced more entities into this world. In this instance, entities known as the Old Ones were brought through a dimensional gateway that had been sealed in antiquity to prevent them accessing our time-space continuum. The legends surrounding these beings strongly suggest that eons ago, when they were here, they wrought horrific destruction, but were eventually overcome and banished by other forces less inimical to humanity. However, another school of thought suggests that these entities were may have may have deliberately sought to harm humankind and as suffering was entirely incidental to their designs. Any suffering was entirely incidental to their designs. Indeed, they might have even considered our planet as their own and humanity as vermin to be removed with no more thought than we would give to mice. While once again, 
the veracity or otherwise of those claims is almost impossible to determine. But if they, like Crawley, who incidentally they, they both knew, did actually succeed, then it is of great importance to discover the mechanics of how it was achieved. Perhaps one discovered quite recently during the 1990s and appears to come from work carried out by the Britain-based Stroll Group, we are told various series of seances that humanity as a species is constantly threatened by encroaching entities inhabiting inhabiting continuums existing alongside our own. Once again, it is vital to realize that movement between dimensions is not straightforward. Although we are all quite distinct, they are guided by various states of energy existing at different frequencies. Although the bears are invisible, they are both invisible and intangible, because of their nature, they might as well be made of feral concrete, 10 miles thick. The relations of the soul, the revelations of the skull researchers also indicate they are surrounded by these normally inaccessible dimensions. Some are relatively benign and some are not. And as it is one of these realms, these realms that we travel when we eventually die. While our conscious journeys are natural, the method used to pass through the dimensional barriers that will re- that will requires technology, not magic, not a spell hidden in some dusty cobweb remore, but technology. Ooh. Well. Well, well, well. Well, 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 well. In hoodoo, what do you need the most? What do you work with the most? What can you never get enough of? The hoodoo lamp. That's right, the hoodoo lamp. Centuries old, yes, powerful as the day it was first invented. This sample of the life of Creator can open doors to an unseen world of power. Not doing not known by most hoodoos. Do you seek knowledge? Do you look for the love of your life? Do you crave the money you so urgently need? Do you seek to be free from the chains of despair and trouble 
that tie you down day after day, week after month, week, month after month, and year after year, get the hoodoo lamp. That's the hoodoo lamp for all your needs. Just contact Papa Say at mail.com. Papa Say at mail.com. Papa Say at mail, M-A-I-L, dot com. Now, for a special time, Papa Say will be setting up Hulu lamps for you at a very low economical price for as much as a McDonald's meal. Just think of it. A hoodoo lamp set up for you where no one else can see it or work on it. Now, you need this hoodoo lamp. Send your request to papasay at mail.com. Papasay at mail.com. Papasay at mail, M-A-I-L, dot com. And remember, there's only one real hoodoo and only one Papa Say. Well, let's get back. Let's get back. As much as we... As much as... We like to... Okay. Okay, now, the mechanism. To do this, we must strip away the theatricalness associated with traditional ceremonial magic and instead examine the words and intent of those conducting the ceremony. The clothing and accoutrements have no effect whatsoever on the efficacy of a spell and serve another purpose. The end result lies entirely in the skill of the magician, who, as we will see, is actually more akin to a scientist than a mystic. What we must do is look at the possibility that magic per se and some of the props used in the rituals might actually serve as focal points for consciousness and will. It is almost likely that the chants and incantations used in the spells are effective. Again, not because of the content, but instead because of the sounds themselves. The use of potions in magical ceremonies may have some herbal or medicinal value, but more importantly, as used with psalms, provide a means of producing altered states of consciousness. Except for one or two items, the variety of bits and pieces added to it to traditional magical brews, aside from putting the person, swallowing the stuff, and risk from poisoning, are largely valueless. It's only on examination that one can determine determine the active ingredients, the bark of of certain trees, like the willow, contains one of the precursors of the common drug aspirin. And 
the addition of certain fungi would produce halogenic halogenic effects as would the skin of a species of toad. In addition, rhythmic canning is also an adjunct to achieving altered states. And once achieved, the serpent has achieved the desired state and the consequent release of consciousness, then he or she could begin the process of making magic. The wording and intoning of the spells and incantations is a slightly different matter and may actually interface with the fundamental truths of frequency and resonance. Once again, we can accept that all reality, whether subjective or not, is constructed within the electromagnetic sphere, and therefore frequency, therefore frequency, then the frequency generated by words might actually interact directly and alter reality at the subatomic level. Before leaving this, we should consider one thing, the reason behind the attempts made by D, Crowley, Parsons, Hubbard, and all the rest are not mere curiosity, but almost certainly a quest for knowledge and power. It is certain that there is little altruism behind attempts to conjure extra-dimensional being. But instead, there are usually three possibilities, knowledge, money, and power in any combination. Perhaps it might also be fair to reduce these three points to one, knowledge. For as most people realize, Knowledge is power. This is regret, regrettable but understandable. For further, for acting, well, well, for rather than acting in the spirit of pure research, these practitioners show their only too fallible humanity, which was, of course, their ultimate undoing. It is from accounts like these that one might reasonably conclude that there is a pattern in magic, ritual or otherwise, connecting sorcery to UFOs and their occupants. Careful research reveals that not only do the majority of those who regularly encounter both USOs, UFOs and ETs, reality, ET entities, also have a history of psychic occurrences. But the ability runs, now you listen to this, but the ability tends to run in families. This is best illustrated by the gift of second sight, for everyone. 
traditionally passed from mother to daughter. In fact, it might reasonably go further and suggest, uh, it might suggest that modern-day UFOlogists, UFOlogists and experienced have studied demonology had they lived in earlier times. Now, while the process of ritual magic is traditional and ordered, modern-day thinking on the effectiveness of magical process has embraced other techniques. It's embraced another technique, chaos magic. And this particular style of magic may have even real and scientific Credibility. One of the chief axioms of courage magic is fake it till you make it. In other words, absolute belief in something does not exist or has not yet happened can and will make it occur. Belief is a tool that will sculpt reality and whatever you want it to be. The rather alarming problem here is the possibility that nothing is true because nothing is static. This is demonstrated by the famous butterfly analogy, which suggests that the flapping of a butterfly's wings in China could cause minute astrophysic changes, which over a period of time could affect weather patterns in New York. It is from this base that chaos magic allegedly functions. One magician of the 20th century who has considered the influence of the tradition of chaos magic was the late Austin Osmond Spare who introduced the use of signals into the process. The signal is, in effect, a condensed spell or expression of intent, which is produced by writing down the desired effect or wish as a sentence on a piece of paper, then gradually whittling it down. After concentration and meditating on the words, the magician then rewrites it with the vowels removed. Then, with any repeating letter, deleted. The remaining letters may then be formed either into an anagram or perhaps into a design, which is firmly, firmly, uh, finally condensed further into another figure containing the essence of the original. In short, the purpose of the exercise is the creation of a figure of potency. Potency representing the desire. Finally, the magician deliberately invokes an altered state of consciousness. But there is no set method to achieve it. 
drumming, chanting, hyperventilating, continuous rhythmic movement, and even hallucinogens are all effective. In the case of Austin Osmond Spare, he literally danced himself to exhaustion, then adopted the physical stance bordering on an extreme yoga posture until the desired state was reached. In fact, it does not matter what method he used, but as all attempts to offer perception, it is the end of the result that is important, not the method. Although for purists, the use of chemicals is found upon. Now, during the process of entering the altered state of consciousness, the magician concentrates on the signal and not on the wish. For effectively, effectively, the two are now one. He should make the signal stand out like an incandescent beacon burning into the screen of his mind's eye and into the altered state in this fashion. The rationale behind the technique is to banish the memory for the desire of his conscious mind and allow his unconscious to relay it into the visible world or to relay it into the invisible world that surrounds it. It is vital to the success of the fulfillment of the spell that the magician should have no conscious memory of it. As we shall see, it is the partitioning off and release of the spell and its eventual eventual consignment to the void that touches on particle physics and contains the greatest element of risk. Another analogy is often quoted is an off-quoted proposition that serious investigation or demonstration of paranormal phenomena can be completely sabotaged sabotaged by the negative presence of a debunker because of its own prejudices at heart debunkers don't want positive demonstrations to succeed they will inadvertently prevent it in other words the tiniest change in the all-pervasive energy field that surrounds us can have effects both positive and negative on reality. The debunker is therefore inadvertently operating his own brand of chaos magic. This seems to suggest that prayers might work in exactly the same manner, since it has been observed that when someone is prayed for, usually in the case of illness, that person has a greater likelihood of recovery 
in a shorter time than someone with the same condition who is not prayed for. Now, this is particularly impressive when the person who has been prayed for has no prior knowledge of it, but gets better anyway. The faithful will attribute this to the intercession of a Almighty God, but instead it is achieved by will alone, by changing the balance of probability. Not surprising, the more people who pray, the greater the chance of success. Does this imply that prayer is a form of chaos magic? Now, as I suggested earlier, there is already one branch of science that appears to collaborate with the claims of magicians, and that is quantum theory. This discipline demonstrates that at a subatomic level, it is possible for a human being to directly affect the behavior of particles. And furthermore, the very presence of an observer can affect the outcome of an experiment, depending whether he actually watches it happen or not. This, then, is how chaos magic functions. And depending on the practitioner and their ability, the results can be spectacular. However, as with the unforeseen consequences of the butterfly wings beats, once the magician has released the spell into his subconscious, he loses all control over it, which demonstrates the latent danger inherent in the practice of these arts. Well, well, I hope, I hope some, <laughs> I hope some of you use that. Or saw that as being something which is, uh, how would I say, uh, definitely, definitely something which, which you can really consider. Yeah, it is something. It is something. Well. It is something, well, all I can do is just tell you, be here tomorrow at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for Real Hoodoo. Subscribe to its program, to this program. Give it a review on iTunes and tell your friends about it. Yeah. You know, in fact, tell your friends about it. Please do. Please do. Tell your friends about it. Yep, tell your friends about it. Okay? Now. Until next time, watch where you step, or you'll become a timeless tale 
of Hoodoo. <laughs> uh, watch all the signs because reason psychics can only see, but the real Hoodoo will get and keep you free. And remember, there's only one real Hoodoo and only one Papa Say. This is Papa Say wishing you and every one of you a good present, good night. And, you know, let every one of these truths, let everyone work on you. Let them be, you know, just think about it because, well, it is true. It is true. But all, all in all, goodbye and God bless you. The views and opinions expressed on the preceding program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily those of this broadcast facility, its management, staff, nor its sponsors. Thanks to everyone in our entire audience for listening to this broadcast of Papa Say here on Blog Talk Radio. Your host for this broadcast was Papa Say. Chatroom supervision provided by BT Destiny. The executive producer was George Carr. The broadcast director was James Best. On-air announcers were Myron Bast and Dorothy Knight. On-air announcer for Spanish was Diego Montoya. On-air announcer for French was Michel LeBlanc. Telephone screening provided by Nicole Lofton. Music recording and engineering provided by JT's Cop Database Engineering. The music heard on this program is under license by ASCAP and BMI. On-air engineering and recording for post-program archive provided by Blog Talk Radio, a corporation licensed by the state of New York with corporate offices in New Jersey. A recording of this and other broadcasts can be downloaded at www.blogtalkradio.com slash This program has been brought to you by Big Gator Productions which is solely responsible for its content. Remember to tune in next week at the same time for Papa Say here on Blog Talk Radio.